Hi there, I'm Astrid. Welcome back to Obvious, the podcast in which we talk about overlooked aspects of obvious things. In this second season, we explore the concept of borders. And today, we have a special episode. We wanted to give a voice to children. When I was a child, I hated the fact that most grown-ups would treat me as if I was stupid or would not understand things. Now that I think about it, of course I did not understand everything, but I did perceive everything. Which is why now, when I talk with my younger cousins, for example, I always actually listen to them. And I do talk about everything, even serious topics, in a language they can understand. And what they say can be funny, smart, surprising or beautiful. You will now hear some thoughts about borders by some kids, Tim, Andre and Mariam, brought to you by my colleague Sasha. Enjoy. Obvious. Offensichtlich. Obviamente. Achividna. Habavons. Konnichna. Megajerto. Iharki. Baizdamo. Obvious. Obviously. Obvious, the podcast. Well, hello there. I want to start today's episode with a personal story. When I was small, like four or five years old, I loved playing this game with my mum. We had this big white plastic basin where we'd dump clean laundry before hanging it to dry. I would bring it to our living room and put it on a red carpet that covered most of the floor. I would then get inside the basin and use my hands or wooden cooking spoons to get around the carpet. I was now inside a boat and the red fleece around me was the deep blue sea. I don't remember now why exactly I thought it was so fun, but I do remember how amazing my mum was at playing along with me. For hours, while I paddled around in this white plastic bowl, she wouldn't laugh or pretend what I saw wasn't true. She would get around the room by climbing over furniture, careful not to touch the red water, and when it was time for dinner, she would patiently wait by the door for me to reach the shore. When I think of my childhood, I often wish I could peek back into my little head and just for 10 minutes see the world with the eyes of a five-year-old. A five-year-old that easily pictured an ocean in the living room and had no idea about wars, racism and the glass ceiling. So with this episode, I wanted to try and do just that. To see the world and the borders that exist or don't exist in it through the eyes of children. Our guests today live in different countries, speak different languages and go to different schools. But all of them have a lot to say on the topic of borders and I think there are some things that we could learn from them. One, two, three. One, two, three. My name is Timmy and I go to school in Pebblebrook School at Ellsbury and I'm in Kingsbury form. And my and my My name's Andre Shen. I uh, I go to school. Um I go to the school Beacon. Um already been in the school which is Tim and Andre are brothers. They're twelve and nine years old. They live in a nice cozy house about an hour away from London. Our grandmothers are very close friends and I met the boys about eight years ago when I was studying in the UK. I asked them both to share the first thing that comes to mind when they think of borders. I personally think like borders like in real life, like things that are stopping you to do other things. It could be in the real world or it could be in like virtual world too. So it could be like 
uh, world borders, like on maps, like country borders, like imagine France or like, I don't know, to some other country. Or there's like borders to like Corona, like there's like a border to what you can do right now because it's the instantly what pops into my head kind of is like uh world borders basically and there's like a bunch of other borders like in uh passwords uh if you just want to log in to someone else's account there's a boundary because you have to have the password basically or like a key or something to get like past the boundary but for me personally bound borders a boundaries is a border and it is very useful to have a boundary as well for baby to not get near border a baby might fall into a deep water like the sea like 150 meters deep a sign is like a boundary saying no trespassing like imagine you're trying to zoom me and you basically a border could be the bad Wi-Fi, and then maybe it cuts out all the time. That's a border. Now you can't even see your friends. Or, like, um, different borders in, like, normal life could be also challenging now. Like, um, basically, like, maybe a door's, a, like, technically, it's like a border to go outside. You have to open it and then go like animals also have borders i'm pretty sure like they have things that they might not achieve um like let's say a squirrel right wanted some nuts but it was on the entire next block it couldn't jump that far borders is like a virtual classroom can that be a border of course we couldn't avoid the most obvious border there is in 2021 the pandemic and both had a lot to say about how COVID changed the way they see borders. With all the things, it's a new routine for all of us, and we have to keep safe and stuff. You know, they all say get better, don't go out as much, maybe stop like being maybe with your friends because you could possibly like be positive and like. You need to basically isolate, which is like a big wall. And like even stepping out into the supermarkets more different. They won't even allow you to get groceries if you don't have a mask on. And I hate, I hated my first lockdown on Zoom. I had to do Zoom calls with my teacher and I hated it. And I have to self-isolate for 10, 10 days, basically. And I hated it. I haven't seen my friends since the first lockdown back in March. My my Zoom meetings keep, was keep cutting out. And it really, really, really begged me. And, and the internet keeps cutting out. That got me to the most exciting question. What kind of borders would your perfect world have? And that sparked a heated discussion. Lots of borders could be taken down because I think maybe are unnecessary, but some rules might still stay because if there's no rules or like nothing, like no government or anything, people start going crazy basically. And it got it starts getting chaotic. So you do need some rules in place to help out people and tell them what's not good and what's not allowed to do. Let's say um, you're not 
you're only allowed two sweets. I'd take away that boundary. I'd go take and take as much sweets as possible. No boundaries, no rules from for my world, and no other people living. Only me and my family, and 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 no no police or at all. No. What about friends? Yes, my friends as well from school. And like, what about doctors? What about like if you social workers? You meant no, like doctors. Like imagine you you just did a heart attack. Is uh, um dad might help you, you know, and like give you support and stuff. But no one's gonna be actually there to help out. So you need to think about that too. Like you need doctors, police, all the important things in the world. And and also I might have a social care worker, like a child care social worker. Who's gonna go there if there's gonna be billion people? Mm. Think about that. It's it's just my grand opening and I'm setting it up in my imaginary world. That's if I could do any borders, it would probably be like mainly laws or thing. I think like a boundary to all laws, all laws though. So every single law, not just human laws though, laws of physics then too. Like I could basically I jump in the air and act like everything's a trampoline basically. And um, all laws of nature to me would be like. Um, like imaginary powers basically like so i can like go out without a mask and say hey i'm allowed to do this i'm like blah 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 i get to go into the shops grab that and it's like oh but i'm allowed to do it because i can pass that wall and grab some spaghetti or something and get out of the store it's crazy how even kids get in an intense debate when talking about borders I have to say, I couldn't stop smiling when I listened to this part. I know, right? <laughs> Somehow, at their own children's scale, they get into a philosophical level, talking about borders and nations and the concept of freedom. Now, let's get on an imaginary airplane and travel all the way east to Tbilisi, Georgia. Now, if you listen to a previous episode, you'll know how beautiful it is. To meet our next guest. Uh, so, my name is Mariam. I'm 12 years old. Um, I fix electronics. I live in Tbilisi, Georgia. I really like fixing electronics and I started it when I was nine years old. Yep, you heard that right. Mariam can fix your MacBook and take your smartphone apart at just 12 years of age. But we'll get to that later because this girl had a very eventful life even before she fell in love with computers. So I was born in America, Ohio, and I was two years old when I went to Kuwait for the first time. Then I was in Dubai, then I traveled back to America too. Um, then when I was four, turning, I was turning five, I came to Tbilisi, Georgia. There, that's when I met my cousin, my Georgian grandpa, my Georgian grandma, and a lot of people. Mariam's mother is Georgian and her father is American. So it was interesting that when I asked her to name the first border that comes to mind, she said, uh, like in Georgia, there's the Caucasus Mountains. Um, that It's like a border um, from Russia to Georgia. And that's what I think of. And since Mariam had so many countries, nationalities and languages in her family, I wanted to know about the language barrier. My grandma and grandpa don't know English. 
my mom, my father, me and my sister know it. And whenever um, Thomas... That's her dad. Uh, ...says something or when we sit at the table, um, like if he can't say it in Georgian, then um, I can translate it. But some words in English, like siblings, um, siblings, you can't say siblings in Georgian. There isn't a word. There, there is only like sister, brother. So when I speak English, I feel like I'm a different person. I'm the same person, but in a different way. And that's the same in Georgian too. Like when I speak Georgian, my personality changes a bit. And it's kind of weird and also cool too, because it's like two personalities or two person in one body. And it's pretty cool. So in Georgia, people are less confident i'm kind of when i speak georgian i'm kind of less confident and when i speak english i am more confident with americans and people who speak english speaking of confidence mariam has her own repair shop where people bring their broken electronics and she fixes them pretty cool thing to do for a 12 year old if you ask me especially in a region where girls are not exactly encouraged to get into tech and it with her shop, Mariam is literally breaking borders for girls in Georgia. So how did it all start? Um, so when I was nine, I had like no idea about electronics. I didn't know how it worked and I wasn't really interested in it. But one time my father, Thomas, brought this Arduino kit. And an Arduino kit is a kit where there are small pieces like wires and speakers and microphones and stuff and little screens and you had to um, build stuff and then my dad and I started watching YouTube videos about it and now I love them so much like every time I see a Soviet computer or a TV I always want to take them apart or fix them. <laughs> Well, I can't say I feel the same thing when I see my grandma's TV, but the way Mariam spoke about these things, with her eyes glistening of excitement, moving her hands, it was pretty contagious. I asked her if her hobby surprised some people. Uh, some of the people's reactions were um, like they were telling me, this is not a girl's job, you shouldn't do this. And other people's were other people were like, Oh, yeah, you should do this. That's really cool. Um, in Georgia, a lot of men, especially old men, um, and are used to girls making, always being in the kitchen and making food for them and serving them. And um, I don't really like that. And they are not used to kids. Ex like, they don't let their kids or grandchildren explore. They always tell them to sit right here and not move a muscle and stuff. Of course, I asked Mariam too what her perfect world would look like. This is what she said. There would be no racist people. Like in North Korea, they don't allow Muslim people. They don't allow... They have to like check everything. They have to go into your phone. I want another... I would like another president to be, the, to be North Korea's president. And also, I don't um, want like homophobic people to say these kinds of lgbtq community people are not allowed and and i don't want the war and stuff to happen i just want a peaceful world where everyone's normal um and also homophobic people and racist people 
kind of change the world because um, black people and Asians, they, they kill them for like no reason because of their race. They kill them because of their race, which is um, nonsense. And why do they do that? And guess what Mariam's more immediate dream is? To help other kids break borders, just like she did. Um, I want to make another video, make a festival or something, telling parents to like bring your kids. And I want to teach them some stuff. And there would be like a lot of people there. And there would be a huge screen where I like explain what this is, what this is, how to disassemble this. And I would like call out kids so they could come out and disassemble it with me and it would be pretty cool and I would like that. Everyone, like the podcast and watch it and share it with everyone because this is like awesome. This is an awesome podcast and if you're watching this and you watch it to the end, you deserve five gold stars. If you like this episode, can you also give us five stars wherever you listen to your podcasts? That's it for today. Thanks to Tim, Andre, Mariam for sharing their perspectives on borders with us, with their parents' consent, of course. This was Obvious the Podcast. It is produced by Astrid Gagoupian, Sasha Tian, and Teresa Frölich. Our jingle is the work of Pico. Follow us on social media and tune in Monday in two weeks for our next episode. If you want to hear more of us in the future, you can support this podcast financially with just a few euros on buymeacoffee.com slash obviouspod.